I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Savannah Million. And this is Roboism. A show about robots and culture and other things, and mostly robots. Yeah. Today, mostly not robots, and I'm afraid you're going to yell at me. Whoops. <laughs> going off book. Oh. Now, the the hashtag discourse on our favorite website, twitter.com. Is it our favorite website? Is that is that a show like standard? Yep, that's can- it's canon now. Our favorite website, twitter.com. All right. Actually, I wonder, does someone have the website twitter.com.com? Hold on. Twitter. Ooh. Surely. Someone's. Dot com. I'm going to let you go to it in case it's a virus. I'm on my work computer, so. Website coming soon. Aw. That's, that would be, Boring. that would have been a good website. <laughs> that would have been a great <laughs> domain name. Yeah. Oh. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I know. Mm. Maybe it's because I was too cold from the air conditioning. What great transition. I know. I'm a professional. <laughs> so is that, that's what we're talking about today then? Yeah. 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 There have been a bunch of articles for, for probably years now circulating about how most women are freezing in offices because the AC is turned up too high and mm. none of the men are cold because most men run hot. And Also, mm. men have to wear suits because of business. And those are long sleeves, long, long legs, no, no shorts in suits. Uh, big, big suit boys, and they're cozy. And then they've got that cozy tie that, you know, keeps... Oh, keeps your neck warm like a scarf. Yeah, yeah. That's their main function. Yep. And to look businessy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they've got their business scarves and their business pants, um, but most women wear skirts. And I I am willing to... Not willing to. I concede that this is like absolutely a thing and it's a sexist standard and we are all aware of that. But now a bunch of science is coming out about how, no, 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 it is actually really bad to be cold all day. Yeah, tell me more about that. <laughs> no, you tell me more about that. Oh, this is your hot button thing. It's my hot button thing. Yeah, it is. I'm also on team anti-air conditioning, except I'm more of a centrist, I think, actually. I think I am as well. I'm. Yeah, you and I are both too. We care too much about what the people around us, how they feel to uh, be truly selfish on this issue, I think. Well... No, it's because I like being cold. But but apparently science tells me I'm not supposed to be cold. So I wh- why can't I be cold, Savannah? Well, I don't. I know less about that. I only know about my personal opinions. <laughs> I mean, I do know. I do know that like air conditioning is bad for the environment. There's that, right? Like too much, too much air conditioning is not good. Agreed. Agreed. And. God, there's no way I can come off as a good person. This is this is gonna be just be a bad person. It's fine. Yeah, air conditioning is my problematic boyfriend. Like, it's it's more than that though. Air conditioning is my problematic like lifetime lover. It's oh, I. So you love air conditioning. I what what temperature? What uh do you? What indoor temperature do you thrive? That is something that we've kind of discussed before because my apartment is usually set to 65 degrees. However, mm-hmm. and and people are like, oh my gosh, that is ludicrous. I would agree if that was the accurate temperature. 
most thermostats, whether they be smart or not, uh, like fluctuate between five to ten degrees because right. not every like not not every home is the same. Not every space can be regulated. Like the the ceiling is warmer than the floor, but we like even your nest can't figure that out because it's. It, it's not that smart. It's not that smart. It isn't a little robot that crawls all over and finds the hot spots. Like, and my apartment is old, and uh, it's it's also small, and there are very few, like like it it is central heating and air conditioning, but it just doesn't have a good read on it. So, I mm. think that. It's always around 70, but to be honest, I would love to live in um, 69-degree weather all the time. Nice. Yeah. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. about you? Um, I, so I'm an outlier on the, the side of warmth. Um, I'm a person who is always physically cold. Like, my, I run cold, so my digits are cold, my extremities Um recently like in february i tripped outside on the snow and i broke my fall with my wrist which was very dumb and you should never do that and then we went to the uh, emergency care and the doctor asked if i had been icing my hand and i said no uh that's just how cold my hand is normally is cold enough that a doctor thought i'd been icing it so that's and you know like you can ask any person I've dated will vouch for how cold my body is at any given time like if I touch you you'll yelp um it's not great so I'm I'm cold all the time so um I discovered very recently while I was in southern california visiting some family in the desert that um for the first time in a long time my fingers didn't feel cold just like moving around the house, you know, and they're usually like painfully cold. Like I have to, I have like a heating pad at my, like I work from home. I have control over my heating situation and I use like a heating pad to like put my fingers on during the day. I think I have bad circulation. I should probably see a doctor. Anyway, uh, I noticed when I was in Southern California that I felt I didn't feel like pain from being cold for like the entire time I was there. And that was a, it was a dry 80. It was glorious in the house. (laughs) So, so yeah, you know, but the, but in Chicago we have the humidity and that I do, you know, the air conditioning, it cuts the humidity and I really... I see the the appeal there because the humid, I don't like, like a humid 80 is too sticky. It you know? is. It gets real sticky real fast. Here. So I feel you on the the sticky factor. I I enjoy air conditioning for that reason. Like I keep it on during you know. I, I, like I don't like to be cold, but I don't like to be sticky. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you run cold because I also run colds. Like well, I or rather, I think I run hot. Because I feel like I'm always hot. However, I have the same sensation most of the time where I touch a person and there is a yelping noise and there's a no, 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 from <laughs> especially from my spouse. Uh, like, but you, but you feel warm. 
I yeah, and then I touch my hands and I'm like, okay, I recognize how this could be like, okay, I see how this is cold. But I also have a uterus that wants all of the warmth typically in the middle of me, which is also how a lot of women are. They just, you know, our bodies want to make children all the time. It sucks a lot. Is that why? Is my uterus hogging my finger heat? I'm actually wondering if that could be something you actually want to get checked out. That's so rude of my body. No, there should be, you should have a talking to that. Yeah, I probably should. Well, I don't want to turn this show into what's wrong with my body, but I'll <laughs> I'll follow up on All right, that. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. And but I wonder, did you in this very scientific study we're conducting between the two of us, did you when you were walking around not painfully cold, were you working or were you doing productive things that you would do at home and doing them better I yeah both so I work remotely so I was working the week that I was there so I was like at my computer typing you know and I had I even brought along it was I brought along a little ergonomic setup you know so it was actually pretty comparable to how I spend my day in Chicago but yeah I was able to like type all day long and and my fingies didn't get cold, so it was nice. I'm so concerned about your fingies because both That's of us... so kind of you. I'll be fine. It's I... fine. I've taken... I, I'm a silent sufferer, you know? That's like <laughs> part of my identity, so it's cool. Literally. <laughs> I mean, I think I would unfortunately agree with that. I just... This whole thing has got me... I mean, like, take the two of us. And we did. We did co-work at... Uh, your office for a couple years there right mm-hmm. and we're people who get along and the 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 place that I've landed on the discourse around whether or not air conditioning <laughs> is bad or good is that different people prefer different temperatures <laughs> isn't you know do you know what I mean um, I'm, I'm shocked what a conclusion there's just not there's just not one temperature and not one humidity level that will satisfy the masses. I just don't think it's a it's a, a, a solution that we can all come to an agreement on as like yes air conditioning or no air conditioning. Like it'll just never we'll just never all agree. I am kind of constantly annoyed not by not by these articles because like yes women are not heard in the workplace and when we're all like hey we're real freaking colds maybe folks should listen um i'm i oh wow i can't believe this it's it's about what 83 outside right now and i am wearing a blanket around my shoulders in the studio because it's quite cold because it's cold it's so cold in here um and our but our thermostats are, we have nests in our office they're set to 70 degrees, um, which a lot of people would be like, oh, my God, that is that that is crazy. And I would kind of agree with that. But the humidity level today is way, way up. So it, it's also a matter of this. I, I'm only speaking to this building um, because it, it, it really sucks. We have really, really high ceilings. It, it's basically an right. old factory 
And so all the heat gets sucked up there and all of the windows are like frosted. So there's natural sunlight, but not it doesn't warm anything up, really. Um, And basically the building would crumble if it got too humid, especially the studio. There there were times where um, I would come in and there's just condensation on the microphones and on the board. I was like, oh, uh, uh oh. Um, luckily, that's in a separate part of the building, so I can just be like, hey, everybody, it it's going to be very, very cold in here. But that is the price to pay if you want to turn off the air conditioning when you are here recording. Eventually, don't worry, you'll get super hot and sweaty, and you'll end up sticky. Which is why, please flip that little switch, turning the air conditioning on after you leave. But that being said. It's kind of that thing where you have to run your water when it's freezing outside so your pipes don't burst because then you waste, like, tens of gallons of water, you know? Right. I I know this isn't a direct correlation because it's not like that because we use way more air conditioning than we need to. But I also think we could, like, it's, it's... 2019 we're very good at weapons why can't we just be a little bit better at air conditioning or or like talk talk to me about building dehumidifiers or something like why are they Mm -hmm. why does it have to be to not to not have it be humid it must also be cold (laughs) i mean the answer to that is that they're more expensive but oh no 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 but but that's the thing they are more expensive just because at the time air conditioning like air conditioning started as, as fans and fans were cheap cuz it, it was a little motor that went and moved stuff around and eventually they put ice in front of the fans and so on and so forth because i don't know how the trajectory trajectory actually went right. but you know dehumidification which is a word that i think i made up but still said somewhat correctly is really complicated and hard, but also awesome. And this is kind of also like me dreaming up my solar punk future, but Chicago has so much water in the air and we are lucky enough to have drinking water. But like, you know, the places you had, there was there, there's not so much of that. And we're going to have to start to deal with, you know, the deep existential dread that is our lack of water and changing climate. And we're going to need to figure out a way to get that water other places. And it's literally like we're wasting water because it's in the air and then it rains and it goes away. To redistribute the water and the wealth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I I wanted to make some sort of socialist air conditioning joke, but I just can't. I'm, I'm just off today it's, because I'm freezing. Maybe if I wasn't so cold, you'd it, be able to think better. Uh, it it is that is genuinely a little bit concerning. Um, especially because there are scientists directly addressing the issue of personal heat. Uh, what's her name? Um, oh, Neri Oxman, who works out of MIT's Media Lab. And if you ever have a chance to go, have you ever been to MIT's Media Lab? Why? Well, not physically. I've been to their website. Does that count? <laughs> uh, yes, for our purposes, sure. But it's like a uh, it, it, the Big Hero 6 lab 
it is that. It's it's just, I can't even begin to describe it. Um, Well, I did. It's the big Hero 6 lab. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where you kind of, they just bring in all sorts of scientists and artists and um, other people who make things. Other than scientists and artists, what what else is there in the world? Only those two things. Only those two things. The two professions. Because, I mean, I would say that, like, when you're constructing something, it's a form of art. Even, like, some people wouldn't Unless say that. it's practical. And then it's a form of science. <laughs> ah, see? There we go. <laughs> there... <laughs> But, yep. but but that That's I mean, it. That, <laughs> that is actually what they do. Um is uh you know, the whole the, the Apple thing of the intersection between science or uh art, technology and arts like that's actually what the mit media lab is and that's actually what nary oxman is working on and there's this great article that you sent me in the new york times that i had to w- do some workarounds to read because of paywalls but she's, oh no did, did were you able to read this well, yes i subscribe uh, well 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 so here to to bring it back a little bit. So the reason we're talking about air conditioning is because of Twitter discourse about air conditioning that was started from a New York Times article titled "Do Americans Need Air Conditioning?" So I I woke up one fine morning and saw that the entire my entire Twitter feed was up in arms about somebody suggesting that we not use the air conditioning and then found that it was this article and there's there's a brief mention of dr oxman in the early part of the article talking about um some of the technology that she's working on and then there's a a more it links to a more in-depth article about her and i had i hadn't heard of her up until this point and i'm kind of embarrassed because she's awesome same same and the mit media lab's like my thing and i'm i'm a fake mit media lab fangirl yep yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's how i feel um yeah but in this if you did read if you are a part of our favorite website twitter.com and you did see the outrage and you did dig into where it came from and you read this article then um yeah there's a mention of uh dr oxman's team working on technology that can like make the way the the author of the article describes it is it can like make a building sweat yeah (laughs) which sounds so gross and yet so cool (laughs) it well it's it's like the same thing of um i mean i mean in the new york times article she briefly talks about how air conditioning is kind of dieting for a building right yeah so she compares overcooling to dieting and Uh, talks about how you know if you are if your building has the air conditioning up extremely high you're going to have people inside the building using um like space heaters and stuff which is like when you know you're dieting and then you eat a bunch of sugar right (laughs) like yeah which is just such a nice analogy uh especially when you think about like the environmental impact of air conditioning and how um and then you know the environmental impact of using more electricity to combat the air conditioning like it's it gets a bit silly it's and her solution gets kind of wild in the best way and like basically this woman is making 
synthetic. I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I just sound like a dingling every time I try to like parse out what exactly she's doing. She uses a lot of big science words and yes. they're in the article there in quotes. So, um, yes. <laughs> so, you know, literally in the, in the, uh, like <laughs> the, <laughs> literally in the headline, there is the, the, the phrase material ecology is in quotes. So that made me feel a little bit better about my intelligence. Right. Yeah. Um, but I did I did like that the Do Americans Need Air Conditioning article, it's like they mentioned this at the very beginning and then brush past it to talk more about the the more controversial um hot take, if you will, about like whether or not we should use the air conditioning, right? But the but this brief thing about what Dr. Oxman is working on, it's not only like making uh like dehumidifying buildings using like the same like or, or a synthetic version of like what how how our bodies regulate our own temperature like sweating right but then there's also she also briefly talks about like wearables that would help you change your own body temperature and yeah, that to yeah, me yeah. is like that's the good stuff because yeah. because re- you know we're not gonna we don't want to be in the same temperature room so it really comes down to like well, what can I do? Because, you know, it's like the the uh, higher tech version of putting on a sweater, which is not a solution for me because it's not, it's not my arms and my core. It's my fingies, you mm-hmm. know? So mm-hmm. talk to me, Dr. Oxman, about your fingy warming technology that you're working on. I want to know. I, I need it in my life. <laughs> what, I, what I think is really... Uh, I, what annoys me about most of these hot takes about being cold, haha, um, it, her, there's there's no acknowledging that it is very cold and women aren't listened to. Yeah, it's it that that sucks a whole lot. But also, it's kind of like yeah, it's good that people recycle, but how about we get better recycling infrastructures in place? Like how right. about we get how about we get a sweaty building instead of a, a a just literal single switch that turns on the air conditioning, which is how a lot of office buildings still are. And it, it's very expensive to change it up. And sometimes it's hard to, um, like, so the building won't collapse. Uh, you you need that. Which, again, is a fault of capitalism. And it sucks butt. Give me that sweaty building. I want the sweaty building. And I want a, an implant or a synthetic skin that, so there's not a sweaty me. Like, yep. yes, sweaty building. No, no on the sweaty me. And, uh, boy, it's just, a, I, I guess that's why I'm, I just get all grumpy because there's so much more to talk about. Like this amazing scientist who's trying to make actual solutions for the world. And I don't know if, mm, I don't know, maybe I've been on too much red pill twitter lately when, whenever you're just mad do you so, sometimes go to twitter.com and look at look at the the real real baddies oh god no is that one of your hobbies that sounds I, horrible it's not a hobby as much as like i need to know you gotta know your enemy 
you know? So, and, mm-hmm. and, and ever they're just trying to dunk on like, Meh, women are colds. And I'm like, ah, that's not, that's not how this is. That's not how this works. Um, yeah. Be, because it, it is true. Like our bodies were not meant to be in one temperature at all times because it's, I mean, it's the same way. Like we, we don't all have the same glasses. Everybody needs something different. And Hey, we have the technology. It is 2019. Lots of things are bad, but like science is good still, even for the people who don't listen to real science, they benefit from the science. It's true. Uh, um do you are you familiar with i actually like i know this exists but i totally like completely forgot what it's called but there was a thing i was seeing advertised on instagram and other places um that was like a bracelet that you could wear that could help regulate your own body temperature are you familiar with this yeah it's on the way to my office as we speak oh oh you're investigating i am gonna investigate because do you I, want to talk I still, about it now or do you want to talk about it later? I, I thought it would come in time for me to test it for this episode. That was not the case because I did not want to spend $50 for shipping from no. this weird Instagram-like startup thing. But So wait, can you tell, tell me about it then? What is it called? So the thing that I ordered is called the Ember Wave and... It has since been bought, but it was that actually created. That sounds like a period euphemism. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Anyway, I, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off with my menstruation joke. It's a, it's just been bought? What? It's, it's oh, now I can't stop looking at it, and it looks a little, oh, uh, oof. <laughs> it looks like a Apple Watch. Yeah, I just realized men totally, totally made this. Um, I've got an air uh, or an ember. <laughs> I can't do it now. It's so good. Sorry, an ember I ruined wave, it. as well as the nice folks um, at Aircon Watch are sending me and well, an Aircon Watch. It's it, it's basically a cold watch you put on your wrist. And I've done the thing where, like, if you're really hot, you put um, an ice cube on your wrist. Yeah, that works. I mean, it's worked for me in the past. Has that worked for you? It has, but I don't know how it's going to work in the long term, you know? And um, there isn't a ton of science about this. Like, there's little, (laughs) there's, like, diagrams of this is the anatomy of your body, this is where the veins are. So if you make these veins cold, your body is cold. But also it's maybe just tricking your brain into being cold. So let's not think about that. And right. I, I've i actually done this like when I've had a major fever, like when I've been sick and stuff where um, you just have the, the like the feeling of being hot or, or I'm sorry, rather you have the feeling of being cold, but you put something cold on there and then your body... He, he does start to go down um or your body temperature rather but uh, i i don't know why won't doctors come on this show i can't understand why won't anybody give me medical advice um, about taping cold things we have so many questions we just need answers we do we do 
Man, I don't know. I this is I actually feel like I came off as less of a villain than I thought because I I agree about the sweaty buildings and like seriously, why can't like the boys just take off their summer scarves and let us put on pants? I I don't know that yeah, they should take off their sweaters, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't like the neck sweaters. I'm surprised <laughs> at how many of these articles are focused on like, oh yeah, the, the the pantyhose and heels don't keep our legs warm. And I feel like I seriously am in this weird like startupy tech bubble where I'm like, wait, what? You're wearing what to work? What? Why? Huh? And yeah, it's hard for it's me to weird. say because it's not the world I, I've been in either. So I don't know how many people are still expected to wear skirts and pantyhose to work. That sounds so very f- far from what I know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm like, wait, is there a, a like if I go to a real office building, is it like Mad Men? I feel like I've been in professional spaces before, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's weird. I think I don't know. women can wear pants now. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> we should work on that first and then work on the sweaty buildings okay i haven't left my house in weeks so somebody tell me if the women are wearing pants i just <laughs> tweet at me or something i don't know oh my goodness well uh, this has been another episode of roboism and sure has it sure has we almost got i mean an almost living building is sort of robotic in some way and you know having an augmented automated thing on your wrist that's cool yeah uh thank you so much to relay fm the that's the network that you're listening to this show on and if you want to support the show you can go to relay.fm slash roboism and become a member yay that gives us money to, so that i can buy more things to strap onto my body and, and talk about them to you yes <laughs> and talk about them to you get bring bring on those ember waves <laughs> oh boy None for me, please. I'll just, you just let me know how it goes. (laughs) Savannah, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I'm on our favorite website, twitter.com. And my handle is at Savannah Million. Alex, what about you? Mm, I'm also on our favorite website, at Alex Cox, spelled C-O-X, not the other way. And I'm going to plug my new show with my spouse. It's called Two-Headed Girl. And it's all about queerness and marriage and transness. And just go listen to it, please. I don't ask. Well, I ask for money a lot. But I don't ask for. I try not to ask for people's time. Please let me have some time. Aw. That was nice. (laughs) Oh, boy. Aw. Thanks, everyone. I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Savannah Million. And this has been Roboism. Thank Thank you you for listening. Yeah.